Hi pals, Allison here. While we're in Without Lander, uh, the Drunk Cast is going to go down to one episode a month. Um, we'll be releasing weekly uh, over on Sickburn Jane and Podgerson Bridgecast, a Bridgerton podcast. But the uh, original recipe pod is going to um, go down to one episode monthly until we get the next season or the prequel, whichever happens first. Uh, which means that next month we need your help to have things to talk about. So we're doing a mailbag. If you have a question, a suggestion, a thought you want to share, a nickname explanation request, any of that stuff, go ahead and send it to us. This is your chance. Uh, You can reach us by email at podlanderdrunkcast at gmail.com. If you don't want to email us, that's A-OK. You can send a DM through Twitter or a message through Patreon if you're a Patreon backer. Uh, But email is preferred so we can keep them all in one place. Again, that's podlanderdrunkcast at gmail.com. Send in your questions by, I don't know, sometime soon. It's August 20? Anyway, here's the episode. Bye. All right. You ready to talk young pample? Yes. Okay. <laughs> the slowest that one was ever. very dramatic. <laughs> I don't know why I made that noise just now. Pure delight and glee at what we're about to talk about. I know, but you know what? We're gonna end up disappointed. That's just life, baby. That's just how we live. Yeah, I want. I want to. Um, I want to put a little structure on top of this episode. <laughs> Hi, I'm Allison. I'm Julie, and this is Podlander Drunkcast, an Outlander podcast. The proper one, the mothership, the real deal, mm-hmm. the actual McCoy, um, the original flavor. <laughs> uh, we are assembling this uh, coven meeting to mm-hmm. discuss. A very important topic. And the structure I want to place on this episode is I want us to have a freewheeling, joyful discussion of what this show could be and the many possibilities it has for let's let's adopt the the what now system and set a timer. Let's say like 15 minutes, 15 minutes. Okay, 15 minutes of freewheeling, whatever. And then the only thing I'm going to do is read the press release. Oh and my god. We will god. see how the conversation changes. Oh. Sound good? Okay. Now I'm nervous. Now I'm sad it's going to be bullshit. All right. But I do have fun stuff. So you want to go 15 minutes freewheeling what we hope for, what we wish for, what they'll do if they're smart, what we think it might be. Oh my god. Yep. Young Jamie's mom, who's going to play her? Like, yes, that shit. Okay, here we go. Let's do 15 it. 15 minutes starting now. Okay. If they cast Sophie Skelton, I will be super pissed. Um, Don't do that. The thing is, she is supposed to be a dead ringer, right? She is supposed to be un. She is supposed to look uncannily like Jamie's mom. I know we're supposed to be talking happy things, but you said who's going to play Jamie's mom? So I'm just saying, I think that would be a mistake. It would be. That would be a mistake. Sophie Skelton has gotten very good as Brianna. Just let her be Brianna, and then let her go be free and be a beautiful young actress doing other things. Let Brianna breathe. Yeah, let her breathe. Yeah, let her breathe. Let her breathe. (laughs) Let Let her breathe. breathe. (laughs) Okay. So, yes, I would not enjoy that. I think that that would be a terrible decision. You know what? Here's a a, a frame through which I would accept 
Sophie Skelton's involvement in this show. If it was like Brianna with doing 23 and Me, and she's the lens through which we see the story because she was doing some she was doing some family research. That would be fine, but they're not going to do that. Okay, they, no. Let's instead let's talk about let's talk about the real story here mm-hmm. because what we know for those of you who are not caught up, everybody who listens to an Outlander podcast already knows that this is happening. I don't know why I'm pretending like that's not the case, but <laughs> for those of you who aren't already caught up, uh, Stars has officially announced that there is going to be an Outlander prequel. The writers' room is already in session, which means they're already working on planning the first season. It is called Blood of My Blood, and it is the love story of Jamie's parents. And his dad's name was Brian. Yes. What was his mother's name? Ellen. Brian and Ellen. And then, of course. Well, and this is the real meat and potatoes, yeah. because this is the piece where my heart started to go pitter-pat, pitter-pat, pitter-pat. That's really what got me, too, when I realized that there would be young Pamplemousse. There I... has to be young Pamplemousse. Mm-hmm. And we have seen them convincingly de-age Duncan LaCroix enough that if they don't do it, I'm going to be really pissed because we've seen him. I think it'll be another actor. But we've seen him. I think it'll be another pretty actor. much in this time period because we see him talking to tiny baby Jamie. Yes. So, but I think they'll get another actor. I think it will definitely be somebody younger. Probably. Yeah. But what if that person is awesome? Yeah. And what a part. I know what a part. What. I mean, Brian and Ellen, great parts too. I'm sure lots of shit there. Ellen especially. Fucking Murtaugh, so much. We're going to come back to Ellen in just a second. Okay. Because because we're going to, because it's important. But Brian is also going to be a great part. We have also briefly seen Brian. Mm-hmm. Um, we may be seeing more of him in the future in flashbacks. Um, but he's a very interesting character. Um Black Brian, Brian McDo, hence they call him McDo. But young Pamps, I can't wait. You know what I love? Pining. Oh, I love pining. Oh, so much pining. There's going to be so much pining. And like a little, like trying to be the better man. And, oh, yeah. Because oh, he's a good person. Oh, and that's his best friend. Oh, Oh, yeah. oh no! Yeah, so I'm very much looking forward to that. Um, you know what else it's gonna have lots of? Hmm? Tusks. Oh yeah. Well, that's the outward symbol of his pining. Oh yeah, is that he killed that crazy pig and made jewelry for that bitch? It's good looking jewelry. We've seen it. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's a Chekhov's jewelry. Mm-hmm. Every time that we see a pig on screen, I'm gonna be like, "Is that the one?" Is that, is that... <laughs> odds on a pig being in the opening credits? Hi, seventy-eight, sixty-nine. Well, do you? 69. <laughs> yeah, nice. Do do you include the bracelets themselves as an appearance by the pig, or are the are the bracelets separate? I be- mean, because if you count the the pig tusks in bracelet form as an appearance of the pig, hundred percent certainty. If it's just the pig, I would say 50-50. I'm wondering if it, I, I think it should, I think the tusk bracelet should count because those tusks belong to that pig. What I think though, is that there'll be a flash of something that's reminiscent of credits deer. Yeah. But it'll be a boar 
that you can see like big tusks on, like just turning around or something like that's it. Oh God, it. that scene, see now, even though this is not actually a thing I'd want, that for this exact moment, I'm wishing that I was in this writer's room because can you imagine like, young Pamp, our Ooh. sweet Murta, He's his heart is so broken and he just needs to let those feelings out somehow. So he wanders blindly into the woods and it's dark and he's been drinking and he just wants to sit by a tree and cry. And then what does he hear in the underbrush? Fucking pig, dude. <laughs> and then it's time to release your feelings by murdering the hell out of this pig. And then mm-hmm. as like a goodbye, as a go. God, this is so teenage. Love it. It's, it is. It's so emo. It's very. Um, do you know the Nico K song that that teenage feeling? No. Oh, it's so good. And that's what this is making me think of. Like big, out of control feelings. So many feelings. You kill that pig and then it's like as your way of saying goodbye. Just like, Ellen, I made these for you. I killed a pig. You made me kill a pig. (laughs) I gave her these bracelets and she gave me a pen. That's a say anything (laughs) joke. (laughs) He's going to be holding over his head a bagpipist. (laughs) Just sideways. (laughs) Now I just want to hear a bagpipe cover. Bagpipe in your eyes. eyes. Yeah. I guarantee that exists somewhere on Beyonce's internet. Yeah, that would be great. Um, Here's why I'm excited about the casting of Ellen in general and why this story could be really interesting. Because book readers will know a pretty good chunk of this story already. Um, In the show, too, they talk about it in season one. But um, we get a lot of information about about their courtship in um, in the mix. So uh, she's a Mackenzie is what I'm going to remind you. That is mm-hmm. how Jamie is related to Dougal and Colum. So Ellen Mackenzie is Dougal and Colum's sister. Got it. That powerful it is an important thing to remember because those are some, well, one of them is crafty and the other one is a vindictive bitch. <laughs> But they're both bitches. They're both bitches. And they're conniving and they're driven and they're focused and they're passionate. But those like wily Mackenzies, that's the thing. So, I mean, Jamie's got wily on both sides. Where is she in birth order? So, Colm is the eldest sibling, correct? And then is she between him in age with um, Dougal? I think she's younger. Younger. Okay. But I'm not sure. But still, those are your brothers, and that's intense. Yeah, that's very intense. Yeah. Uh, Jamie actually has, like, conniving on both sides because the other character that this opens up for us is, you may remember, Jamie's dad, his dad is um, Simon Lord Lovett, the old fox. The old fox, that's the right. The traitorous, play-both-sides yeah. mm-hmm. guy. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, a vision! That guy. Mm-hmm. Yes! Um, which rules, right? So, and he's... A son of a bitch, but a very smart, conniving one. So, mm-hmm. Jamie, really, it was Jamie's destiny to be a conniving bitch, which, let's admit, he is. Totally. He's many things, and one of them is a conniving bitch. He can play both sides like Yo-Yo Ma. And by both sides, she means the front and the back, simultaneously. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have my fan, but... Ooh. Which that's part of why, I mean, we've talked about this on the show before, but that's, that's part of the part of Jamie that I really especially love. It's like conniving, politicking. How good he is at it. Yeah. Walking the tightrope. He's just naturally good at it. Well, it's, I mean, it's the je suis prêt moment, right? Like that, the whole point Mm -hmm. of that moment is that Claire is all freaked out for him 
because she's found out that there's a chance that there's in the calling of the clans that people are going to want Jamie to be the leader instead. And there's this. And how does he walk this line of allegiance between all of them? And she's trying to talk to him about how he can't do this because he's in danger. And he just says, she sweep play because he knows exactly what he's doing because he mm-hmm. knows the path that he has to walk to make these things possible. And the same thing, it's true in his interactions in Ardsmuir quite often um, before Lord John complicates things by falling in love with him. Every time that he has to negotiate with somebody, he figures out how to work things, how to play both sides. Mm -hmm. That will obviously become very important in the current season. So it was only like one tiny life decision that kept Jamie from being the Count of Monte Cristo. (laughs) Well, yeah. Like, I'm going to love this woman from the future, I've decided. That's going to keep me from just scheming and plotting and planning everything for everyone. Instead, I'm just going to scheme and plot and plan for one person. (laughs) Yes. Instead of of against all people, like using it for evil. (laughs) Yes. So he is... He's got that in his DNA from both of his parents. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that is going to make them really interesting. And if that writer's room is good, Ellen McKenzie, Ellen Fraser, nay McKenzie. Mm-hmm. Nay, nay, it's nay, right? And yes, in EE with that. Yep. Is going to be a super fascinating character to watch. I can't like that. I'm really excited about, but young pamp. Oh my God. That's the most exciting to me. All day yesterday. I was trying to think of, um, the young Pope jokes that I could make. Um, Mm -hmm. but like young pamp, it doesn't need jokes. I just want it. I want it. Yeah, It's, it's pure. It's, it's what I need. I hope they find a way to include Duncan LaCroix somehow. I don't know how. I'm sure they will. They, I'm sure they will, but I really think that they are going to do, they, they're going to want younger looking actors to play these parts. I bet they work Graham McTavish in though. I bet they, because they've already de-aged him to play. The, oh, as her brother at some point. Yeah. Like coming in. Mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't be surprised if we see both of the, um, those actors come back because they can reason, they're older anyway. Um, so they can reasonably de-age them. I think it's just that. Cause they'll still be adults. Yeah. And I think that this story is going to start when these people are teens, right? Maybe pretty young, like at least 16, maybe 17. I guess we don't know exactly how old Murta is in relation to his behavior is pure emo teen boy though. Yes. I'm going to kill this pig and I'm going to make you a bracelet. (laughs) And he just shows up and he's covered in blood and he goes, Alan here. Damn. Goodbye. Love it. I can't wait to see it. I cannot wait to see it. And I really hope they understand that it should be a major focus. It's also a really smart choice. Like, Stars with its premium females is always going to try to do some sort of expansion of the Outlander. You can tell they wanted to do more Outlander by the way that they greenlit Men in Kilts. So um, there was always going to be some sort of spinoff. And rather than, I don't know, like trying to make like give Rufus his own show or something, which just it, it turns out Rufus still alive. Adventures in the Doom Hut. Am I wrong? Is his name not Rufus? Angus. 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 Angus and oh, in the books he's still alive. No, I'm saying for the purposes of writing a spinoff. Oh, we pretend mm-hmm. he doesn't die. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, not not a great joke. Um, but I, but I tried, and for that I feel I deserve recognition. <laughs> Thank you. 
thank you. <laughs> anyway, it's better this because the story is interesting on paper. There's the there's this whole thing where they called Brian the Selkie because he had like shiny black hair and he like snuck in and stole the fair maiden away, which is a part of Celtic folklore. Oh, um, okay. Right. There's the whole. We're gonna get more. I'm a bastard drama because that's part of his story, right? That's why um, Lord Lovett rejects uh, Jamie and whatnot. Um, mm-hmm. All of that stuff is good and interesting and messy, and I think it's a really wise move. Do you think, why do you think they didn't do the Lord John books? Did they just want to start with original material, creative control of the material, like with Diana's blessing, obviously, but starting a new? Do you think that was it? Because I'd love to see that Lord John shit. Well, so would I. Uh, I can say what I hope it's not, Mm -hmm. but which seems a little bit likely to me. I worry that an apparent slight misinterpretation of what it is that people are looking for from Outlander that we have noted in previous seasons of Outlander might lead them to conclude Mm -hmm. that Lord John won't be interesting because he won't be having sex with women. Okay. Well, that's a fucking shame. I know. But I could be totally wrong. And it could, I mean, they could still be doing it. it. But honestly, the way that the novellas are set up, it might be better as like a series of, um, Perry Mason style TV movies, Ooh. you know, when they were doing in the in the later days when they were doing just like one mystery at a time and it would be longer and then that would be it mm-hmm. like that. But with Lord John solving mysteries, <laughs> I'm into it. <laughs> I, my new theory is that it is possible to do good spinoffs of all kinds of beloved shows, but rarely will those I do think this is a good idea for a spinoff, but rarely will those spinoffs actually be successful unless it's a character from the show solving crimes. Example, Pamplemousse solves crimes, right? You'd watch it. I'd watch well, the fuck out of that. Pamplemousse Columbo? But Lord John solves crimes. Yes. Lord John solves crimes. I'm there immediately. Marsley solves crimes. Oh, my God. I'm the executive producer of that one. Yes, totally. You That's are. That's how much I like it. You just switched careers. I felt it I'm happen. just putting all my money on Marsley solves crimes, and I think I would get paid. You would get paid. You would get paid. Yeah. Peggy Olsen solves crimes. That's my other one that I really want. Mm, mm-hmm. Actually, Lauren Lyle is doing a detective show right now. All right. So that was our free willing 15. Now you've got to read me okay. the press release. And now I'm really nervous. I'm reading it without inflection. This is, or not without inflection, but without judgment. I'm just reading it exactly as written. Okay. All right. <clears throat> Santa Monica, California. August 4, 2022. Stars announced today it is in development on the highly anticipated prequel to its worldwide hit series Outlander that will be titled Outlander Blood of My Blood. The writer's room is underway on the drama that will follow the love story of Jamie Fraser's parents. The series will be available across its international footprint on stars in Canada and stars play in Europe, Latin America and Brazil. Outlander is a riveting show that from season to season has captured the hearts of its fans around the world, said Catherine Busby, president, original programming at Stars. We are excited to peel back the layers of this vibrant world to bring our audience the origin of where it all began. Matthew, Merrill, and Ronald will continue to bring their excellent vision and creativity to this new iteration, and we can't wait to see what happens next. 
Matthew B. Roberts is writing Outlander Blood of My Blood and will serve as showrunner and executive producer. He is also the showrunner and executive producer for Outlander, which is currently in production on its seventh season. I'm actively not looking at Julie. In addition to Roberts, Meryl Davis will also executive produce the prequel along with Ronald D. Moore, who developed Outlander for television under their production banner, Tall Ship Productions. Story Mining and Supply Company will also executive produce with Diana Gabaldon serving as consulting producer. Outlander Blood of My Blood will be produced by Sony Pictures Television. Executive Vice President of Original Programming Karen Bailey will oversee the prequel on behalf of Stars. The Outlander television series is inspired by Diana Gabaldon's international best-selling books, which have sold an estimated 50 million copies worldwide, with all nine of the books gracing the New York Times bestseller list. The Outlander television series has become a worldwide success with audiences spanning the genres of history, science fiction, romance, and adventure in one amazing tale. Um, there we go. It doesn't sound much different than the Outlander now, right? I mean, I I know that Matt Roberts is not our super fave best friend, but he's been doing it for a while now. So, but I really do wish it was. I wish Ronald would come back. Uh, see, that's not my reaction because I I mean I do too, but it's not gonna happen. You know what I mean? Like he's got other. Pro- no. He's working on For no. All Mankind. Yeah, he's like got other way more things shit. going on. Right. My thing is most of the time when there's a spinoff like this, the showrunner, like in another circumstance, Matthew B. Roberts would be executive producing this, but the showrunner would be somebody else from who's had a prominent role in the Outlander staff so that it's not one showrunner working on two mm-hmm. shows at the same time um, because it's spread too thin. You don't want them spread too thin. And it's not like there aren't a bunch of writers who've done a lot of really great work for Outlander. And I just, I'm mm-hmm. still excited, don't get me wrong. But when I got to that, he was writing, Matthew B. Roberts is writing Outlander Blood of My Blood. I was like, he's doing what? Two Outlander shows at Stars, three if you count Men and Kills, and none of them has a female showrunner? Mm-hmm. None of them? There are three? And not one of them has a female showrunner. If you can count Men and Kilts, and if you don't, there are two, and they have the same male showrunner. Yeah. Uh, why? Excellent why? question. Why? There's no reason. There is no reason. It is not in the best interests of this show to have the same showrunner as the showrunner of Outlander. Outlander is a huge undertaking. Mm-hmm. Like, say nothing of the gender parody of it which is also important but they just shouldn't have the the same showrunner to begin with Mm -hmm. he could still be super involved if he was executive producing he would have all kinds of power and say and guidance and for our complaints about him as a writer he obviously has become a very good showrunner because this last season was excellent it was amazing so respect Credit where it's due. But that's a lot of work, and why not allow somebody exactly who should be part of this? Why not spread the wealth? Do, Meryl yeah. or Tony or any of the other women that are on this staff. Any There are so mm-hmm. many of them. Or like, or even a co- that this happens a lot. If it's an unseasoned showrunner, uh, didn't used to happen, but now you see a lot of co-showrunners where it'll be like mm-hmm. a seasoned TV person and someone who's younger. That I mean, this is sound the alarm i made it however many minutes into this episode without talking about crazy ex-girlfriend but crazy ex-girlfriend was a co show run show as an example aline brush mckenna who's very seasoned uh rachel bloom who had never made a television show before together so there are lots of options 
There are lots of options that would still have allowed Matthew B. Roberts and ostensibly Ronald Moore, who I'm sure is still involved, even if he's not overseeing mm-hmm. the day-to-day, to have a lot of creative control. Yeah, I don't I don't know why it it's not surprising. Yeah. But it is shitty. It it is honestly surprising to me. Truly. And I guess it shouldn't be. I mean, given Meryl's involvement for so long. Why? I mean, I'm glad she's also executive producing this. You know, she is um she's been sort of the um executive producer the most out front for a while, um, in terms of being public facing. Um but I just, I don't get it on a practical level, and then I get real grumpy on a, on like a feminist bandwagon level. Yeah. I don't, I don't understand it. If you have a quote unquote premium female audience, you should get some premium female writers. And yes, give them premium female roles of power, so that they can continue to do premium female things. So that we can con- continue to get premium cunnilingus, premium cunnilingus. That's all we want. That is all we want. Make this world a better place. One lick at a time. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't. So I don't want to be. I don't want this to be an episode where we're really high on the thing and then we're really down on the thing, just because somebody said the words excited. Matthew. So am I. And mm-hmm. and like, obviously, there is no point in even attempting to judge this before we've seen it. We don't know what of it's going not. to be like. I'm glad that they're moving quickly on it. I'm sure that part of it is going to be. Um, buying some time in between Outlander seasons. For sure. Um, so that our young up-and-coming movie stars can go have their young up-and-coming movie star careers. And so that Katrina Balfrey can be with her babies. Be with her baby. Um, be with her baby. Yeah, we love it. I'm very glad about all of that, and I still am mostly happy, but I was ready to be like, fake grumpy about Matthew B. Roberts but mostly still excited but I'm actively like grumpy grumpy actively grumpy about the fact that they couldn't even do a co-show runner situation and who knows maybe none of the women who are involved with Outlander on that level were interested in being the showrunner of this show that is totally possible totally possible it's a lot of work it's a lot of responsibility it's high mm-hmm. pressure stars is at sort of a point of transition anyway like there's a lot going on from um a behind the scenes perspective that could make this not necessarily a super appealing job, but mm-hmm. I'd find it hard to believe that they couldn't at least do a co-showrunner thing. Um, yeah. For a show that is full. I mean, they could not more obviously be all about just raking in the lady dollars. You know what I mean? That's yes. what they want. They want the lady yes. dollars. And if you want the lady dollars, then pay some lady dollars. Give the ladies some dollars. Yes. No. no to quote Beyonce no no yeah that sucks but that does I mean I'm still excited to see the show but if you bringing up that point is they know their audience and to not allow women access to kind of the power structure of this particular thing that women are almost completely responsible for being a success is uh pretty shitty yeah yeah, yeah. So, I just hope that writer's room is predominantly female, <laughs> and I hope that they cast somebody really, really good to play Ellen, because that's going to be a great fucking role. Mm-hmm. And you know where she got the red hair? Where? Her parents. 
<laughs> I'm so tired. We lost her. <laughs> Guys, I'm so tired. She's, it's funny because she has the red hair from her parents. Because the McKenzie's are redheads? Well, she is anyway. Yeah. I don't know. Or there's a redhead in there. Is it? Is it Dougal's wife a redhead? I don't think we're even really supposed to remember very much about Dougal's wife. What was her name? That's what he said. La la la. <laughs> was it Lilith? No. It was something with an L. No, Dougal's not name. married. Oh, yeah. No, we never see her because she's back. She's Mr. Rochestering it back in the castle. I know, but we saw her one time sitting up on the dais. No, I think that's Colm's wife. Oh, was it? Yeah, because because Dougal... Okay, then Colm's wife had red hair. And was a stone-cold fox. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, well... That's all for that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's all for that. whatever podlander presents episode you just listened to this time there are there are there are multiples and they're all you know what it's a surprise but they're all good they're all good <laughs> they're all good maybe it was podlander drunk cast not Leonard podcast maybe it was podgerton bridgecast a bridgerton podcast maybe it was sick sick burn, burn jane, jane La- lander the bridget no sick burn jane whatever it was i hope you enjoyed it we want to thank you all for listening you can find us on facebook at facebook.com slash podlandercast you can find us on twitter at Podlandercast and at SickburnJane and at PodgertonCast and at that's it. There's those three. <laughs> you can find mm-hmm. us on Instagram at also all of those places. Uh, PodlanderCast, Podlander Presents, um, SickburnJane and uh, Podgerton Bridgecast. You can also find us on Patreon where you can support the show, get access to our bonus episodes, like the bonus episode of What Now that we just recorded that was... So fun. (laughs) That was supposed to be about politics and was about politics, but it was also about poor, unfortunate souls. Um, At patreon.com slash podlanderdrunkcast, there are all kinds of levels you can support at. All of them are incredibly useful to us, and we are so grateful for everyone who supports the show, but we are especially grateful to the following very generous folks. Allison King, Doc J- JWS, I saw Goody Proctor with the Devil, Kelly Armstrong, Sydney Taylor, Catspaw156, Maddie Perkins, Snazzy Knack, Lisa Brienne, Julia Gulia, Kathleen Martini, Lauren Tennant, Kelsey Kemp, Emily Day, Betsy English, Caitlin Reddick, Ashley Figgis, and Tina Barnett, Nicole Rodriguez, Kristen Freckled Fury, Laura Colm, Ham on the Loose! Liz and Tinkerbell, Stella Welch, Tori Halligan, Rochelle Lefevre, Amanda Smizazazaza, Heather Robbins, Jerry Hertel, sorry about mispronouncing your name for all that time, Jerry, Emily Carlson, Amy Gusterson, Rachel Townsend, Kelly Mazella, Chantel Salters, Mary the Falling Statue, Tara Lucchino, Viv Pickles, aka Laura, Mary of the Grapefruit, Jenna Polkowski, Ann Gibson, Ruth McCormick, Kara Marlowe, Trish McCrary, Julie DeToy, Jen Lynn, Kelly Bond, and Kiki, the, the wise. wise. And a special shout out to our friend Kelsey, who is dealing with some shit right now kelsey you are a champ we are in your corner and we're super proud of you and you're kicking ass kicking ass (laughs) kicking ass
You can find all of these podcasts wherever you get your podcasts. iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, all those places. If you're listening to this podcast and not any of the others, please consider giving the others a try and uh, review, subscribe, do all of those things. Anything that you can do um, makes things easier and fancier for us and also inflates our egos, which is the thing that we <laughs> so nice. desperately that's, crave. That's all we're in this for. I mean, let's be real. So uh, we will be back next week talking about some other bullshit. Bye. Bye. Hi, folks. Let me see if I can sum up Midnight Burger in about 25 seconds. Jesus Christ! It'll be fine. So this is how it ends. Eaten by wolves in space. Pardon me, Gloria. Might my husband and I have a word? The radio is talking to me. Really big monster! Zero irony. We're surrounded by cavemen. What the hell is that? Because you're having a cigarette in 415 million BC. Where are we? Space. Can you narrow that down? The bad part? Ava. Yeah, that didn't work at all. At the nexus of all things, there is a diner. Look for Midnight Burger on your favorite podcasting app or just go to weopenat6.com.